this time on the Faithful Gamers Podcast. Well, they're literally explaining that they sold their soul to money. I know. He had an average first impression of you. No, I'm not going to get into this, but, but here I go. I'm getting into it. <laughs> Maybe if Lazarus wasn't gay, he would have saved him. <laughs> Dude, Brett's just a punk. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 48 of the Faithful Gamers Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Evan. And here we are, man. Another episode. I listened to our last episode, believe it or not. I did not. Oh, yeah. Well, what good are you? Anyways, I uh, listened to it. I think I was at work. It was either at work or I was on the way to Kalahari. What did you think of it? I liked it. We are a good duo. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) <laughs> uh, did you like the uh, the opening stuff that I put in there for you? I did, and I really like the because uh, usually whenever you say like we do our outro, I usually end, but I actually stayed mm-hmm. the entire time, and I like the outro music that you played too. Oh, you you don't uh, you haven't listened to it before? No, because like I know when we're about to end, so I just stop listening at that point. Oh, oh yeah. I was like, so I didn't I've do never anything different. Yeah, I never heard it before. I I really like the outro music oh good good because uh we had a few votes on spotify when we changed it they all said it was good so you are in the majority there there you go i haven't even looked at our uh, analytics or anything that's depressing don't do it (laughs) i'm doing it right now just just so i could be depressed oh geez well uh while evan does that i'm going to talk about the games that i played this week because we'll get to what our topics are here in a minute so to start off nice and easy, uh, I actually was just playing this uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake because I really want to beat it. I know. I'm almost done. really want to beat it before Friday when Persona 3 Reloaded comes out, and I am actually quite excited for that game. All the reviews dropped today, and people say it's awesome, which, I mean, it's a JRPG in a well-known franchise that got a remake. So, of course, yeah. it's going to review well, but they said, Music's great, great quality of life changes, and I really enjoyed Persona 5, so we'll see if I can sink another 70 to 100 hours into this one. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't mind Persona as much. Like, Oh, dude, it, it's so I, much fun. I don't, I don't like Final Fantasy at all, but I don't mind Persona. I played uh, that one on the on Game Pass. That, I forget what it's called. Persona 5? Is it Persona 5? Royal, mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I, I told you how one. long it it took to get through all of the uh, the tutorials, and you're like, I don't know about that. Yeah, I played I played uh, probably about maybe an hour of it, and then when you said how long it, I was like, I'm not even through tutorials. That's ridiculous. Like, yeah, because I think the tutorial is 20 hours long. Dude, if you need 20 hours, it's not. Tutorial. Here's the thing, it's not. It's like the tutorial area. So the actual tutorial is way longer than it should be, but it's slowed down by so much talking and jumping in and out of the metaverse that it drives you crazy. But the, like the tutorial castle is 20 hours long. So like once you beat that first boss, then things start to get moving. But no, I, I completely agree. It is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Anyways, it is fun I do, I do enjoy that. So. so I was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, the other game that I've really been playing a lot of is, uh, oh my goodness, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. Because oh, yeah. I, as Evan knows, I got um, some emulation going on my Steam Deck, which is just, mm, man, that's incredible that it works as well as it does. And I think I'm... I don't want to say I'm halfway through the game. I think I'm on chapter 11, maybe 12, somewhere like that. I think there's 30 chapters, so I'm making good progress. Because, you know, those games are just easier to play a little bit of and put down with the turn-based everything. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, once Evan uh, lists his games, then I was going to talk about one of the other things that I've been playing, but I'll let Evan get through his stuff first. All right. So played a little bit of lethal company, uh, with (laughs) Kieran and Jensen. We actually got really far. Like we got really, 
like we saved the server too so we have like over over a thousand or so dollars to spend uh we found a good tactic jensen and i use a uh, radio we both have a radio and kieran has a radio and he stays back at the ship because out out of all of us he's the one that's yeah he's the one that's best at describing like where to go and stuff in in the facilities Mm. Uh, so uh that's I thought you were going to say he dies most often, so forget uh, him. Honestly, I think I'm the one that dies most often. But <laughs> uh, So we had a lot of fun with that. We've been having having a really good time with uh, Lethal Company. I've also been playing Pal World, um, mm-hmm. which I desperately need help on because Kieran sucks. <laughs> like, he is not doing... Like, it literally tells you in the top corner, here's the things you need to do. All right, you finish those. Here's the next thing. And it's like... I'm trying to do this stuff and he's just naked running off and dying because he's cold and it's nighttime. And then he dies to like a level 40 something pal. And I'm like, dude, just do what you got to do. And then we can go out in the world. Like the only thing I'm not happy about in that game is where I place my base. I don't know if you can move Mm -hmm. it. I hope you can. If not, then I'll just place another one somewhere. But um, I need help. Because I'm trying to build a house and build a town and everything, and Kieran's doing nothing to, to help with that. Kieran's doing Kieran stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Kieran, really. if you're listening, you know it's true. It is really fun, though, man. Pal, Pal World is really fun. Definitely like Breath of the Wild and Pokemon Mix. But, um, with GTA, once you get to the higher levels. <clears throat> yeah, with guns. Uh, so I've been having having fun with that, and the game that I've been playing the most this week, and I can't get mm-hmm. enough of, Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. I will say, I think that's a really stupid name. Why? The Lost Crown. That just that's so generic, so bland. I mean, I don't know what it means yet. I, and that's why, I th- isn't that something you should know? I mean, I'm sure you will throughout the game. Like, you'll f- eventually figure it out. Like, in my eyes, I'm like, oh, maybe it's because the prince was stolen. But I don't think that's why. And, and I'm not going to ruin anything. <laughs> I'll let you find out. But Well, so I bring that up just because this has been on my mind, too, with that Indiana Jones game that they announced. What's Indiana Jones and like the big circle or something like that. That's such a stupid, something so stupid. But I think of the other Prince of Persia games, I really never played them, but like the Sands of Time, like that's got a a decent ring to it. You kind of know what to expect. You you expect some like time hopping mechanics or something. The Lost Crown is literally Mm -hmm. just a description of an item. Like there's nothing exciting, or nothing to draw a, you in. If you're not a Prince of Persia fan, why would you pick up that game? I honestly always forget that it's called The Lost Crown, to be honest with you. Right. And that is a signal that it's Prince a bad Prince. thing. Yeah, it's a bad name. <laughs> it doesn't bug me at all, man. I, it does oh, not it bug me at all. Oh, it drives me crazy. Also, I the fact it says less. an Ubisoft original. Get yeah, over yourself. That, that pisses you off. I know it does, man. Uh, but mm. it's been it's been a blast, man. I've been I'm thirty two point eight percent done, and I'm a little is over that hundred percent completion. In. I mean, I've been doing as much as I can along the way. Oh, okay. like I see a side quest, I pick it up, and then I complete it whenever I come across some things related to the side quest. And so, uh, pretty much, yeah, so far. Okay. Um, I think there's only like one thing I missed, and it was like a coin. But I can easily go. Back I'm sure you'll go back. I easily go back and get it. Um, the map is huge, though, dude. I'm not even kidding. Like, there was like three sections to the map, and I was like, "Geez, this is huge." There's no way there's much more left. Then, like, three other sections opened up that are just as big, if not bigger. I'm like, "I'm not. I'm never gonna fill this map out." But <laughs> you know, it. What's gonna annoy you? It's kind of like on um Borderlands, wherever like it like shadows in the map you know it does that on this game so like if you don't jump into a corner it's gonna a specific corner yep. <laughs> yeah oh it's gonna i, I will jump into those corners <laughs> i know I absolutely man. will absolutely will. so i've been uh having a lot of fun with it i just got to another boss this boss is it is intense because you literally every ability that you have 
so far you have to use to beat this boss, which I think is a great boss fight, but it's just, it is a very difficult one. So I've been playing that a lot, man. Every, every chance I get, I'll pop it on. And uh, most of the time, because you know, like I'm either putting Josiah to bed or it's when they're getting their bath, I'm literally just like hopping on and I'm exploring the map. And then I go to the next whack, whack tree and I save the game there. (laughs) It it is. I looked it up though. I looked it up in like, the lore and stuff behind that is is messed up. You got to look it up sometime. I looked it up at Calvary. <laughs> Maybe once I actually. played the game more. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, I just I, think whack whack. And that's whenever I I play for a short amount of time. That that's what I do, and then I just shut it off. And but whenever I have time, I usually like follow the story, beat the boss, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't want to ruin anything for you, dude, because there's a lot that happened. So. I appreciate it. I'm hoping that uh, as this month comes to a close, then I will be able to purchase said game. I hope but so too, man, because we'll I really want to talk about it. There's a lot that has happened. And it, this is actually, <laughs> it's kind of scratching my itch, but not really of Metroid Dread. Like I want to go back and start a new file and uh, play it. But You just got to, you got to commit to that one. I know, because Metroid, dude, it doesn't matter if it's Metroid Prime or like a 2D Metroid. Those games, you can't just stop because mm-hmm. when you go back to it, you ain't going to remember anything. No, so I, I, no, I beat that game two years ago and I couldn't tell you a single place to go or how to navigate the map. It's too yeah. confusing. Yeah, so I have to too just confusing. start a new file and get it done. But it is making me want to go back and play that game for sure. Hmm. Well, now that you're done with game reviews of Evan again, I was going to... nice eye roll i was gonna bring up the um other thing that i've been playing which technically you've been playing too and that's flashpoint the board game oh yeah yeah it's video game adjacent because technically it's a board game that has a video game adaptation where you play as a uh, firefighter that tries to rescue people and and it's fun how difficult is this game good lord bro it is a hard freaking game. You can't win. I, I'm not confident that you could ever win in that game. And, and I thought, in all honesty, I did think it was a little bit easier having Natalie the first time we played. But then the second time, it was explosion after explosion after explosion. But the second time we played, I think we did better, and then it all caught up to us at the very end because we kept getting those... Um, the the false alarms so how the game works you've got these tokens on the board that are flipped over and you have to make your way through the map through the fire to try and reach the tokens and essentially it's if you're looking at the lore of the game you hear a noise so you go to that spot and it could be a false alarm or it could be someone you need to rescue and i think we got like four false alarms in a row Uh and then if a fire breakout happens then that player the character or whatever if it's a person it dies and you can only lose four people and we lost four people that last time and mm. it was rough and it it was quick too i feel like it was quick losing those four i didn't we rescue four and lose four I think we maybe only rescued three. <laughs> Jeez, man. Because <laughs> it was like three and three. Uh, it was rough. But I just wanted to bring that up because, that being said, Evan and I actually saw each other last week. I know, dude. It was so wonderful. Just crazy. That was a great trip, truthfully. I, Courtney I and I you, talked about it for days. Yeah. I told you, man. It's a really fun trip. It is absolutely exhausting. But it is, oh a, gosh, it is a really dude. fun trip. Yeah, <laughs> Waking dude. up on Thursday morning. Like I got to work and I was like, I, I, I don't know what is happening yeah. right now. I was exhausted. I, I do I, it every year and every year I tell myself I should just take Thursday off. I should, and I don't. And then every Thursday I'm like, <laughs> I freaking hate this day. <laughs> like I just need to is, take this day off. I, if we do it again next year, which I think Courtney and I are hoping to, um, I probably won't remember to take Thursday off. <laughs> I'll remind you because I'll be debating it and I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> uh, I debate it every freaking year I'll because be then smarter. that's four days I got to take off. You know what I mean? It would almost be fun to uh, to 
keep that hotel room instead of doing it one day before, do it one day after, you know, then you've got everything. <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean. Dude, isn't yeah. it? Uh, tell me. Let me tell you, though. Was I not right that like Natalie's family travels Dude, to that li- was, like that was yeah. unbelievable. So <laughs> it benefited you. Uh, didn't let me it? let me give the yeah let me give the outsider's perspective here. So this is for the Ohio AG District Council. They have a convention at Kalahari. I don't know where you guys are in the country, but there's one in Ohio in Sandusky near Cedar Point, and it's uh, an indoor water park and convention center. So. Uh, I don't know Natalie's official title, but she helps orchestrate the like kids, the pastor's kids retreat because they do everything all at once. And the volunteers, or at least this group of volunteers, we shared a big suite. So it could be three individual rooms or you can open up all the doors and it, it's adjoining rooms. So Evan tells and there's me. There's like a living room, kitchen, all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little kitchenette, you know, with the with the stove, and and I guess that's technically a kitchen, not a kitchenette if it's got a stove. Anyways, um, so Evan tells me like, hey, Natalie's parents, they they bring food, so we help them unload, and you know those little carts that you you get at the airport for baggage and stuff. They used three to bring their stuff up from the car. Reminder: this is for two people. They had one suitcase. And the rest was food. <laughs> I told you, bro. The rest. Bro, she even brought her own skillet to cook dinner and everything, bro. That was unbelievable. <laughs> and there was, then we get to the last night, and Tom, Natalie's dad, is like, I can't believe you're going to let all this food go to waste. And I was like, I have eaten more in these last two and a half days <laughs> than I probably did the first part of January. <laughs> Like, Dude, no kidding. I, I'd though, wake right? up. I haven't been eating breakfast, and I ate breakfast every day. I haven't been eating lunch, and I ate lunch every day. Then I had like a pre, a post water park pre service snack. Then I probably snacked a little bit during the service, and then I ate another full meal before going to bed at eleven o'clock. <laughs> Did that three days in a row, and he's like, "Man, I can't believe you're letting this food go to waste." Said, there's literally Dude, no there more was, room. There is so much food left over, bro. Jeez. Oh so much. Isn't that I don't something? know. I don't know if they just bought extra because we were coming, or if they just think I'm that fat or what. But it's holy cow! Literally that much food every year, dude. Every year. like I Natalie saw. and I bring some, in you know, then we bring the kids stuff and all that. But like they bring, they bring the food. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was thinking next year it would be cool if you brought like a crock pot and did a uh, like a one day you just have like buffalo chicken dip going in there. So every time you pop in the room, you just get a little bowl of buffalo oh, chicken dip in the smell mm. of the buffalo. Chi- mm. Yeah. Hey, yeah. next year, hopefully you're not going to be on this financial thing. You can bring a crock pot. <laughs> you could bring a crock pot. We brought the curing, bro. So. <laughs> that literally means nothing to me. Yeah. Well, so, it does, anyways. Courtney. That's true. We'll uh, we'll try not to take up too much time with the gaming topic because I don't know how long the faith topic is going to be. But we decided since we're still kind of early in the year that we're just going to quickly kind of go through a list of games we're excited for that are coming out this calendar year. Allegedly, of course, I'm going to say excited for or somewhat interested in. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, We're going to skip all of January because tomorrow when this should be going live is the last day of January. So first things first, we're just going to get this one out of the way. I'm excited for it simply to hear what everyone has to say because it's going to be terrible, but that's Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Yeah, dude. We were just talking about it before we started the episode, and you guys may have seen this, but there was a bug for early access (laughs) <laughs> that auto completed the story in this li- uh, a s- games as a service type, li- whatever type game. So you literally buy the early access, which is a waste of money. And then it's like, all right, story's done. Go do whatever. And you're like, I don't know anything that's happening. How is that uh, dude, even possible? I remember when this was announced, I called it. I was like, it's going to be awful, and it's going to be in development hell. And you were like, oh, I have a little bit of hope for it. 
I did wow. have a little bit of hope, but it it is gone. <laughs> it's not even diminished. It's completely gone. Yeah, so, dude. Um, looking at the games for February, I already mentioned at the top of the show. I'm excited for Persona Three Reload, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to hit that one again. Um, I'm I'm interested in Helldivers Two. So kind of looks fun, but it it would be one I would pick up on sale or whenever it becomes free on yeah. PS5. So the Tomb Raider 1 through 3 remaster, they are pushing it so hard and I have no interest. It was fun to play no. back then. Don't care now. Don't care. Uh, are you excited for Skull and Bones? February 16th? No. I... I I'll probably like watch the reviews and what people have to say, but I'm not gonna buy it unless it blows me out of the water. I thought you had a, a pre-ordered. No, heck no, up. heck no. Oh. I do have uh, Mario vs. Hong Kong pre-ordered because I actually never played the original, and I hear they're really fun. And I was like, oh, what better time than yeah. to play it on the Switch? Yeah, I know you're gonna just roll your eyes, but Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. It's not one I'm gonna get right away, but I'm excited to play that game. So on to March. Let's see. Dude. It's amazing. Oh I didn't realize so many games were um, like Dude, her- unknown. Coming Horizon out. Forbidden West Complete Edition. Does the PlayStation milk everything? Well, this is just on PC. It's still milking it. Oh, um, yeah. So Princess Peach Showtime I actually have pre-ordered because... I think it looks like a fun little game, but I also thought it would be fun to watch Ellie play it. She actually loves like messing around on games, and I think a Princess Peach game would be easy for her to mess around on. How hard can it be? You know what I mean? It's Princess Peach. You'd hope. The um, Dragon Dog Dragon's Dogma 2, I don't know much about it, but I hear people kind of losing their minds over it, so part of me thinks that could be fun. Oh, yeah, look, I Prison don't... Architect 2. <laughs> Dude, I was just looking oh, at no. that. What was the one that we played? It wasn't Prison Architect. It was um, I know Prison Escape. Or? Yes, Prison Escape 2. I was thinking it was a sequel to that. That game was fun, uh, dude. The other one I'm interested in seeing how it does is Homeworld 3 coming out on March 8th. You know, I do have a soft spot for those real-time strategy games, but I think that's going to be too much for me. So I'll probably watch some videos on that. What do you mean too much? Like too in-depth? I think the to get a meaningful experience out of it, you're going to have to put in too much time. Oh, yeah. You know, like... Bro, you put in, what, 600 hours in Persona? Uh, it was 100, and that was over the course of four months, taking my Switch literally everywhere, playing it every second I could. So, I mean, I completely understand that, but it's easier to do that on the Switch than it is on the PC, you know? Yeah, I get that. Well, you got your uh, Steam Deck, so... It's true. I don't know how a game like that would play on Steam Deck, though. I'm actually kind of curious. To s- oh, we're not in June yet. I'm sorry. Uh, well, there's nothing in April that's confirmed. Or May. I think a lot of this is just going to be stuff that's confirmed but unannounced release dates. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say about... Uh, oh, I'm excited for Senua Saga, Hellblade 2. <clears throat> I really I haven't beat the, one. I haven't beat the first one yet. That one's like that six hours. Second one looks good. The first game's only like six hours long. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could easily maybe seven. I could easily beat it then. And you have to wear headphones when you play it because it oh, gets the I, voices. I remember you told me that, audio. and mm. I I did, and it's creepy. <laughs> yep, it's mm-hmm. creepy. Uh, for, so, you, so for June. I am excited for for the second Hellblade though. I'm like to see how it looks interesting. Um, yeah. For June, I'm curious to see Destiny Two: The Final Shape. I feel like this is rounding Destiny off. I have literally never heard of that expansion before this very moment. I heard something about it, like rumors or something. I don't know if it's true, but maybe that is a rumor. You know, but. Yeah. I, I'm just I like seeing where Destiny goes. I don't really play it because I don't have friends to play with, but I honestly do think that that game is well made ever since they went on their own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got away from Activision. Oh, you mean now that it's owned by PlayStation? Yeah, PlayStation literally has nothing to do with it other than they <laughs> own Bungie. <laughs> um, Stalker Two, Heart of Chernobyl. That one 
kind of seems fun. I think just again to see what people say about it, maybe try it out. Do you um, ever think about getting into the Warhammer series? Nope. Not not the board games, but not even once. Really? Would you ever think about yeah. the board games? I have thought about how stupid it would be really? for me to get into something like that. Oh, because yep. it's expensive. We did look mm-hmm. at some of them. Yeah, they are expensive. Yeah, dude. Whenever you come up to visit, I'll take you to that one hobby store I was telling you about. Yeah. Like oh. one figure for like a hundred bucks. We should record an episode when I come visit. Okay. You're literally staying for 24 hours. There's not going to be time. Bro, what you have the whole 24 hours planned? Well, we're going to be playing board games that first night, and then we're going to be going out to stores and play board games the second day. There's not going to be time. How long of a D&D session will it be? Like three to four hours. Oh, that's not too bad, actually. You'll see. There's not going to be time. I just know there's not. Uh, the one that's coming up to be announced, Animal Well, just because seeing it from Video Game Donkeys stuff, I feel like that could be uh, could be interesting. And now we're just... These are all... Um, I never they, heard of Animal s- Well, by the way. Oh, you haven't heard of it in Donkeys videos? Uh, if is it just in passing, like he just mentions no. it? Oh no, I, I oh, I'm like I repeatedly mentions that it's been in an, in a Nintendo Direct. Oh, is that his game? That mm-hmm. yeah, I have Big heard mode. of it because he just recently put out a video showing About, games. You know, yeah, from his yeah. Um, game jam. Yeah, so I have heard of that. So I did I say this already? We're just going alphabetical order of games that have been announced to be released in 2024, but there's no official dates. Um, the one that sticks out is Avowed because that's made by Obsidian. And yeah, I'm excited Obsidian for that. Obsidian do good. I am excited have for you that. S- have you seen There's the art that they've put out for that? Beastie Ball. Yeah. I think it looks sick. Very pretty. Let's see. Ooh, Call of Duty Warzone Mobile. Yes, please. What? Yeah. No. Oh, dude. Foam Stars. Oh, my gosh. That game's going to. Oh, I forgot about that game. <clears throat> it still don't have a release date. It's going to fail, dude. They're literally just trying to copy uh, Splatoon. Splatoon. So I know how you feel about Death Stranding. Did you see that they released a uh, a Backbone controller specifically branded for Death Stranding on Kojima's store that comes with a free copy of the game on iOS. Bro. And you know how much that controller is? Technically, it comes with the full game. Probably $130. Yeah, I was going to say $150. Yeah, I bet, dude. You know, I don't understand that game. I don't. I know we've talked about this before. I don't understand Kojima. I do not think he is that good of a game developer. I think the games he makes are good quality wise. But yes. But what story, you do in them no, no seems like complete garbage. And, yeah. Although so, part of me does want to try the Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater remake just to see what all the fuss is about whenever it comes out later I've this year. I've played Metal Gear games and they don't, I, I don't understand I've it. Never played one. Um, Hades 2. Oh, heck. Yeah, but that's going to be early access this year. I'll play it a little bit, but I'll want um, like the full release. I know that'll be a while. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, it's early access this year? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's strange. Yep. I don't know what time this year, but they, they announced that sometime last year. Oh, I will say... So- I, I'd i like to point out an error on this list. What? Horizon Forbidden West was already uh, listed earlier, but now it's relisted without a release date. It's Somebody probably some stupid update. DLC. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's Horizon Forbidden West PC, but the one that's listed in February or March. Oh, whatever it is. yeah, it was already. Complete edition. So I am excited for Splatoon 3 Side Order DLC. They when does literally, that come out? Uh, they, uh, February 22nd. 
Oh, it's soon, soon. They just announced it a few days ago, but they they literally have said nothing about it. Like I know absolutely nothing about it, but the DLC for the second game was phenomenal, so I'm excited for this one. Uh, I w- want to say as well, the Switch Two is coming out late this year, guarantee it, and I am pumped to see what it's going to be like. I'd like to say you said that last year, and you were wrong. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really wrong, but whatever. Um, you were a hundred percent wrong. You said it <laughs> will come out this year. I said no way it comes out before like fall of twenty twenty four, and you said no, it's gonna come out twenty twenty three. No, I I said no. You can go back and listen. They are. We had this argument, <laughs> and you are one hundred percent wrong. They just delayed it. Is what it is. It was supposed to. Um, oh. Whatever. Star Wars, uh, where is it at? Star Wars Outlaws, I'm not really that excited about, but I'm kind of curious to see see it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I probably won't buy it. Because when I think of a Star Wars game, dude, the last thing I want to do is be shooting stuff. Like, Yeah, you want to be a Jedi. You want to be a Jedi. I don't want to shoot stuff. I don't want to be a bounty hunter. I don't want to be a rebel i i want to be a jedi and i want an open world star wars game that isn't like fallen order or anything for sure it's crazy seeing a game boy advance game listed on here shantae advance risky oh yeah they're remaking that i think i don't think they're remaking it i think it was a project that got scrapped and they're just finishing it now dude could you freaking imagine like that's nuts to me yeah one that has not been listed on here that i've seen is frost punk 2 because i think that's supposed to come out this year and i loved the first one so I much never, so i bought a never it, had a chance it to is, try it it is so stressful but it is so good so much so you bought what the board game of it oh i forgot that you uh have you played it no, because just thinking about it stresses me out. Speaking of board games, I did want to tell this story. I got a Sea of Thieves board game. Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Zach and I both super excited to play it. Then, Zach is very good at watching a video and learning the board game and then just explaining it on how to play. We open the box and we look at the manual, and it's a pretty thick manual. I, I'm not going to lie. So Zach was like, oh, I'll find a video on it. So he starts watching this video, and then it says that you have to use an app on your phone to play the game. And both of us are not a big fan of that. So we were like, oh, this kind of sucks because we were looking forward to it. Our interest went down. And then I get to the room, and I'm it, looking at the box, and I'm like, it's well, weird it's, that it, it says starts room. talking to about, about you need your love interest. Uh, too. Your nemesis might become your lover. Your lover might become your nemesis. Yeah. And I was like, where the and I was heck? Like, did this come from in Sea of Thieves? Yeah, that, we were both thinking that. Like, that has nothing to do with the game. So then I get upstairs into our room at Kalahari because I brought it. And I'm looking at the box and I was like, it says nothing on this box about an app. And I, I was, mm-hmm. I asked Zach and I was like, are you sure you? And he's like, oh, watch the video. You saw it. I was like, okay. Uh, uh. So then I get home and I the, I was thinking about it on my way home the entire drive. I'm thinking about, about thinking about sure. it. Yeah. And then I got home and I remember using the restroom and I was like, you know, I'm going to look up a video just to be sure, because nothing in the manual, nothing on the box says that you need to have an app. So I look up a video and I watch this whole video. Not anything mentions an app. And I texted Zach. I was like, bro, are you sure you watched the right video for this game? Because I just watched one that was like 10 minutes long. Never said anything about the app in this game. Sounds like a blast. Zach Ross watched a video for a different game. Yeah, so I I mean, I, I have no excuse, but I'm I would stupid. like to point out the name. So <laughs> the name of the board game is Sea of Thieves Voyage of Legends. So I typed that into Google. One of the... So here, here's the other thing. Let me explain how I find the videos to watch. You know, you can watch a video that's like four minutes long on a game. And you know that's not going to explain everything. So, And I don't want like a 30-minute, let's play through it. I want somewhere in the middle, you know. So in the first 
page of search results is about a 13, 14 minute video. And I'm like, perfect. The lady was dressed up in pirate gear, which was weird. She kind of bothered me, but I kept watching it, got yeah. more and more disappointed. So then Evan tells me that, you know what the board game is called? Sea of I, Legends. Sea of Legends. <laughs> so it literally took sea of thieves voyage (laughs) of legends and it cut out the middle portion and it's just sea of legends which that game does not sound fun at all no it sounds horrible (laughs) yeah sorry to the developers out there but i was when you said that i was like man i can't believe like I was, I was disappointed about the game too. And then you said that I was like, no way I did that. And I looked and I go, Oh my gosh. So <laughs> yeah, dude. So I'm going to uh, bring it when I come visit and we're going to, we're going to oh, knock it out. By the way, I told Dylan and Sandra that you were going to come and bring it. I told them they should come play it. Yeah, that's fine by me. More people, the better. Is Dylan. So we could see play me again. Uh, no, I figured we could <laughs> play the Witcher or even flashpoint or Bro. <laughs> something. I think Dylan had a bad first impression. I know he had an average first impression of you. <laughs> no, because Chris was there and Chris is bad. <laughs> He's awful. <laughs> okay, one one more game I want to mention before yeah, go we uh, go is just because the name is funny. Uh, Wild Bastards on PC. <laughs> Literally never <laughs> heard of it. No idea what it is, but hey, the name sticks out. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. The one that stuck out to me was Trans Neuronica. So, whatever. That sounds... Maybe it's about transgender. Oh, my gosh. So you never know. Nowadays. Right. I'm going to search that and see. Yep, it looks like an indie game. It looks like it because it absolutely is an indie puzzler. Yeah. Anyways, so that's, uh, I honestly thought there'd be more on that, but we talked a bunch about that uh, topic. So we're going to move on to our faith topic. And both Evan and I agreed to fly by the seat of our pants about a topic we've covered before. That is false teachers. Um, I kind of brought this up again it's been on my mind recently because towards the end of december we covered the book of jude on a wednesday night in church and essentially that whole book is dedicated to uh false teachers or like warning about them so one of the things i wanted to bring up was um one of the like group discussion topics or questions that we had that night. So Jude is written by Jesus's brother. And the question was phrased, could you, um, or uh, the gist of the question is, could you imagine your sibling being the Messiah and believing it to be true? No, no, dude. And, a hundred percent, I wouldn't believe it. No, and so, I mean, I absolutely love my sister. I have a very different relationship with my sister than you do with yours. Mm-hmm. But as much as I love her, if she came up and told me, this is, of course, for going, knowing about Jesus. Like, if she came and said, I am the Messiah, the one that's been prophesied about, I would probably laugh in her face and never talk to her again. Because, like, <laughs> dude needs help. <laughs> <laughs> so to go from what what did jesus have like four or five half brothers something like that or half siblings I, I don't know the the count off the top of my head but to grow up around Dude, could him you imagine like bragging about that though being like the, oh. to your friends being like bro the son of god's my brother bro <laughs> Go ahead and cry and, me. And, and that's <laughs> when their friends are like, yeah, but you're just the son of Joseph. <laughs> yeah, what a slap in the face, man. <laughs> <laughs> but to to then go from think going through like teenage years with this sibling, which of course would be different from normal siblings, to then believing that he is who he says he is and then writing letters to people 
agreeing and teaching and saying, yes, this is true. Isn't that just mind boggling? Yep. For your sibling. My gosh. Anyways. So then the other big thing that, uh, I'm paraphrasing here is I almost said Jude because uh, it, it's James that wrote it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe so. The, the, the J names does it, are messing with Does it say at the beginning right of the book? Uh, not on the phone, it doesn't. Oh, okay. Um, but this book, it's not written necessarily as a warning. That's not the right word. It's not writing a warning of what's to come. It's a warning of what's already happening. So it's saying like, it's not that false teachers are on the horizon. It's that they've already infiltrated the church. And this is what you need to look out for. And I have this portion highlighted. Um, This it's verse 20 jude's only one chapter so don't worry about finding it it says but you beloved building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the holy spirit keep yourselves in the love of god waiting for the mercy of our lord jesus christ that leads to eternal life and have mercy on those who doubt save others by snatching them out of the fire to others show mercy with fear hating even the garment sustained by the flesh where that garment also translates to oh just something you wear close, like after all that he, um, he warns about, which we can read a few sections if needed. He then calls you to persevere, which I'm stealing that from the heading of that part of the chapter. And the one thing that sticks out to me there is have mercy on those who doubt. Yeah. Because I see people who I even saw one today on Twitter about people who have quote deconstructed their faith, which I think is a stupid term. And I judged hard because I'm like, you go from this very real thing to talking yourself out of it and pretending that it's nothing and acting like you were brainwashed and playing the victim. And we're supposed to have mercy on those people. That's hard. Yeah, because I did <clears throat> I did the same thing when uh years ago. I don't think you listened to it, but I was listening to the Rhett and Links podcast years ago and a You you told me thing, about it. Yeah. A big thing that blew up on their podcast and it really kind of kickstarted their podcast was them talking about the deconstruction of their faith, which really disappointed me because then after that, even their videos got a little bit more risque, you know, they were mm-hmm. cussing more and all that. <clears throat> well, it bothered me because like, um, they were saying how, Oh, they didn't sell their soul to money and all that. Well, they're literally explaining that they sold their soul to money. You know, like <laughs> they were helping out in, in a church. They were youth pastors for a while, blah, blah, blah. Then Wasn't they one of them the worship pastor. Yeah, then they like get involved in doing this YouTube channel on the side. Then they get involved with big businesses and all that. And they're like, oh, you know, and, and they get it's like you literally sold yourself And like during that time. I It was hard to not sit there and judge and be like, you know, these people are terrible people because they walked away from everything. Didn't one of them say that he felt like it was truly real? And that it wasn't like he was making it up. Yeah. But he still chose to walk away. He still chose to walk away. They, I think they both said that. Like, they both that, believed that, that it was real. They, oh, how did they word it? They said something like to them at the time it was real or something mm. like that. You know, and I'm like, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Like, no. So that, that really. To me, today the sky is blue. Yeah. And when I was younger, blue. It's like, green. <clears throat> yeah. So like it's just that that was hard for me to listen to and like not judge them and get ticked off at them because of it. Have mercy on those people. Mm-hmm. For those people, I should say. Um, I found the the verse that I paraphrased. I want to read it to you. Um, I'll read. I'll 
read this. It starts in verse three. Beloved, although I was very eager to write to you about our common salvation, I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain people have crept in unnoticed who long ago were designated for this condemnation, ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ. And then he kind of like goes into explaining. Come on, can't. Jeez, I don't really want you on my lap right now. Why? Oh, jeez. I, I wish you could see him in the camera right now. He's peeking around the mic, trying to walk on my chest. Um, he goes into the story a little bit, like a, a very broad overview of the uh, Old Testament and and some of the New Testament, too, I think. But that it's that people have crept in unnoticed and it's not will be it's they have crept in they've snuck in and they've perverted the grace of our god into sensuality and they deny our only master and lord jesus christ mm-hmm. and a little side note real quick i was reading in acts i think it's first or chapter two or three i can't remember the verse off the top of my head because it's in my actual paper bible but it, it pointed or Peter mentioned that like Jesus Christ is the only way to the father. So for these people to be denying that means they're denying everything. Their own, yeah. Their only way. So mm-hmm. I do think it is important too, because sometimes it's hard to tell uh, how do we tell that they are false teachers? Like I say, it's hard to tell because to new believers or people that are immature in their faith, it is hard to tell when they're whenever they're saying stuff that tickles your ear, right? And the Bible talks about that. And <clears throat> I think it's important to understand how we can tell, which brings me to Matthew 7, verse 15. And it's taught verse 15 through 20. And it's talking about a tree and its fruit. All right. A, a mm. good fruit bear or a good tree bears good fruit, bad tree bears bad fruit. And you could tell, and there has to be not, I, 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 I wouldn't say judgment on the person because you're looking at their fruit and you're like, okay, I know what type of person this is, but you're not necessarily judging them. I wouldn't it's, say. It's like righteous judgment. It's yeah. not like, oh, I'm better than you. It's I'm judging who you say you are versus how you act. Yeah, exactly. Which I it, think that's appropriate. I think that's as long you need to do as that. long as you're not saying, well, you deserve to go to hell for doing this and this and this and this, and I'm better yeah. than you because I do this. Yeah, that's not the type of judging you're doing. Yeah, exactly. you're being discerning. And in this, I'll, I'll just read it because it's kind of it's pretty short. It says, "Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits." Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? No, every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will recognize them by their fruits. Which is scary at the same time, because like, you're a false teacher. You're going to be cut down and thrown into the fire, bro. <laughs> yeah. but it's the, I can't remember where it says, and I know we've mentioned this in the other ones, but it says that false teachers are held to a higher standard during judgment day yeah. because they led people astray. So, mm-hmm. Which happening? is terrifying, too, because yeah. it makes you examine yourself, too. Like, have I led anyone astray? And that's... So, because are they watching your fruit? (laughs) Yeah, and it makes me think to myself too. I always want to make sure what I'm saying is right and appropriate when I'm talking about the Bible. Because if I mistranslate anything and lead someone a different direction, then I am irresponsible. Yeah. So that's why whenever like somebody asks me a question about the Bible and I actually legitimately don't have an answer, I will tell them. I don't have an answer for you right now, but give me some time and let me do my research and I'll get back to you, you know, like, because I don't want to sit there and pull something out of my butt 
and be like, oh, this is what it because then I'm just wrong. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm I've practiced that. But a lot of people don't like to practice that because they feel like they need to have the answers to everything. But you don't. Yeah. And so you you brought up how how can you tell the false teachers and this lines and we've mentioned this before. You, God is not a God of confusion. I feel like we've said that ad nauseum sometimes, or at least over text we've said it, mm-hmm. that everything that somebody is saying has to line up with the word of God. Like if it does not, it is not of God. Like, yep. yes, man wrote the Bible, but I'll say, I don't know other denominations, but at least in the AG, we firmly believe that it is God-inspired, man-written. And somehow God ordained however many people way back when and selected these 66 books to make the Bible. Like, yes, man was guided by God to do this. So like we take that word at face value. And if it doesn't line up, as we said, it's not of God. Yep. Yep. I don't know Great. where I was going with that. No, I mean that's that's how you 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 just explained it. That's how you know that they're false teachers because if they're saying something that tickles the ear and sounds good, but when you actually do your own research and read the Bible and it doesn't line up with what God's actually saying, because like we talked about prosperity preachers, preachers last week, right? Mm, they uh, say a lot of things that yeah, sound I think good. so. Yeah. They say a lot of things that sound good, but does it really line up with God's word? You know, like they're saying, oh, if you give all your money, God's going to give you more. God will provide for you. Yes. But is he going to give you a mansion? Like, if anything, as a Christian, you're supposed to be humble and you may have more things taken away from you than you have given. You know, so like (laughs) it's it's just backward stuff that that these people like to tickle your ear and make it sound good. And especially and I know I'm not going to get into this, but like the whole thing with. Uh, but here I go. I'm but getting here I it. go. I'm getting into it. <laughs> like the whole thing with the Catholic Church now allowing priests to marry two men and two women. Like, man, we're we're just in him saying, oh, you know, it's okay, blah blah. blah. Like you're you're read God's word. You know, like is it is it okay? If it was okay, then why didn't the Lord say it was? Why did He punish yep. people for these things? You know, like and this was something we talked about too, or at least I mentioned passively people find their beliefs in what the word does not say not in what it does say mm-hmm. like you read the or maybe that was a discussion at church now i can't remember but you know it's saying i think oh, it was either you or brett sent this video of one of those um out there church pastors who was saying that having long hair is a sin. Oh yeah, that was Brett. And and uh, watching that video was just nuts because the, he was interpreting it to, I don't remember what passages he was using, but it said that anything shameful is sinful. And in his eyes, men having long hair is shameful, so therefore it is sin. And the Bible says it is sin, even though Nowhere does it say it's sinful. And he literally said, I mean, I shouldn't say literally. The gist of what he said is, I think that it's shameful. Therefore, it's sinful in God's eyes. And he's like elevating himself to that judgment. And would he be considered a false teacher? I would say yes. I I would say yes. Yeah. Agreed. there there's also you were talking about twisting scripture too like uh i remember hearing this and i didn't send this video because i was like i don't even want to share this crap uh there's there's one pastor in particular and i can't think of his name and i don't even want to call him pastor um someone who leads a church (laughs) yeah and he literally and i kid you not said that jesus encouraged his friend to come out as gay and do you know what verse he used? What story he used? Lazarus. I would love to. Oh, because he said, Lazarus, he said, come out. Yeah. And so he's saying that was a medica- metaphorical way of Jesus telling his friend to come out. And I'm like, bro, you are 
twisting the scripture to something that's not even like it's when he <laughs> yeah yeah that like you where are you getting this from like Lazarus was dead and it says he was dead because Jesus waited days. yeah he waited to go there he let him die <laughs> you know like, like maybe if and, Lazarus and wasn't like, he, gay he would have saved him <laughs> He would have had a little fire under his butt and get to that town a little quicker, huh? Yeah, dude, it, it it's stuff like this that just just baffles me that people are twisting it. And, and, and you listen to the audience, and they're, like, astounded that this is some high knowledge. Like, they never realized this before. Like, And so you really got to be careful when you're listening to people like that, you know? It's insane the stuff that people are falling for today because just people will twist sad. Yeah. Very yeah, sad. And I don't know, is it good or bad that we're able to say, well, these guys are going to be held to a higher standard when it comes to judgment? Because we're like, okay, they're getting their comeuppance, or should we feel sad for them? Should we have mercy for them? Because whether they're doing this unintentionally or intentionally, like they are harming so many people. So many they're people. causing so many people to not know who the Lord is. And so like, <clears throat> I feel bad for them because I wish that they saw the truth, but at the same time, I'm like, they, they get what they deserve because of how many You're people they like, let astray. Screw you, dude. You should know better than this. Yeah. Like, you know what the word says and you twisted it for your own agenda. That And that's how I feel about prosperity preachers too. They know what it says. They do, and they use it to twist for their own agenda. And I think We talked about this last week, I know, but the fact that you can say if you give $100 right now and you believe when you get home, there'll be a check for $100 in the mail, and if there's not, that's your fault, what the heck is wrong with those people? <laughs> yeah, and like you're, oh you shouldn't be giving to get. You know what I mean? You're no. giving based on, on faith. And if you never see it again, it is what it is. You know, you let did me your tell part. you, I kind of hate that feeling right now. <laughs> I bet you do, man. It is so stressful. It is. So... I oh, bet, man. man. Mm, I, I will. We'll talk about that some other time. We're not through this month yet. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for the oh. next episode, man, because that's what we'll be talking about. It. <laughs> Let's just say giving is. I'm not trying to toot my own horn because this is not me at all. Let's uh, just say I think the Lord is preparing Zach for ministry. Is <laughs> You'll understand like, why we're laughing later on. Just like I feel like uh, the Lord is prepping Evan to go through what we just went through. No, but, I do not. You don't feel that see, way, bro. You're just saying it, dude. You're take that. It. Because that is exactly what you're saying to me about ministry. <laughs> no, I honestly, legitimately, I've told you in the past, I feel I that one have, day you will be in ministry. I, I have never had that feeling ever. Ever. Most people don't. Most people don't. <laughs> and then one day I'm, it just hits. I'm going to say there's a lot of people who feel that call and then they say, no, that's not it. I know that's not it. God what's my real calling and they they have that calling and they ignore it this is i've never felt it it's been this way. Yes. let's go this way let's go this way but the thing is lately the past couple of years you've been growing deeper in the word you have been getting I've been more, more shallow if anything. <laughs> you've been more shallow and just borderline <laughs> you've been getting milk um backslid <laughs> <laughs> You've been getting involved in your parents' church, going to Bible studies and everything. You did before too, but more often, I, I feel mm -hmm. you are. Sure. Um, God is putting you through some trials. You know, this is just Him prepping for, sure. you for ministry, bro. And I'm telling you, one day you're gonna feel it, and you're gonna be like, dude, I think I'm gonna be in ministry. Could I maybe offer a counterpoint to that? What? Maybe I'm doing all these things to deepen my relationship with Christ. Which, when, once you deepen that relationship, he will reveal to you that you should be in ministry. <laughs> <laughs> I told you years ago, dude. I, I was like, dude, I feel like you should be in ministry. And you said no, and you're still saying it. I'm telling you. 
yeah, I'm saying no. You're the one who's still saying it. I would also like to point out this is akin to me saying, wow, I hate Missouri. I can't wait to get out of Missouri during PT school. And Brett's like, you're going to end up teaching at this college we're at in Missouri. I said, absolutely not. Like you are just saying that to spite me right now. Get behind me, Satan. I'm not saying it to spite (laughs) you, dude. Heck no. I would never say. Dude, Brett's just a punk. (laughs) Brett is a punk. He, there ain't no way he really thought that. I legitimately think you're going to be a ninja. I heard you click that clip button. Oh, no, I'm, I'm putting that at the front of the episode. Oh, you better believe it. And then we'll have to tell Brett just to listen to the beginning. <laughs> no, here's what I'll say. As much trouble as I uh, am giving Evan right now, the stuff that I feel like God has laid on my heart is completely different from what I thought. And the more I pray about it, the more confirmation I feel. And I will reveal what, what all's going on here in the future. Just everything's still fresh. Um, so I really, there is always a chance because even in that little like devotional, I, I gave to the men's group a couple months ago and we covered it here on the podcast specifically mentioned, like you're never too old for God to use. So who knows why, why he's laid this on my heart or if him laying it on my heart is opening up doors for maybe not necessarily being a pastor, but doing something ministry wise. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know. And Hey, you even got involved in a PK retreat and you did great. So let me say this right here. I've been volunteering at stuff like that for a long time. I always do great. Oh yeah. Well, let's learn humility first. Why don't we? Why don't we learn humility first? You piece of garbage. Uh, I thought that one was pretty good. Uh, that that uh, the age group I was in with the like toddler threes, as you guys call them, or toddler twos for that reason. That age is legitimately my bread and butter and it is because i have the mental capacity of a two to three year old i'm just the yeah. size of an adult i just so i know done, what kids like i just got done telling natalie yesterday i was like zach is one of the stupidest smartest people i know <laughs> like he is so stupid she's like why do you say that and i was like there's just some things he says and does that's just so stupid and like he can't remember stuff sometimes and i'm like how do you oh, not dude. remember this and you remember other stupid things like yeah, in- the amount of useless information that's in my brain, the amount of time I have spent in school, <laughs> and yet there are some real dumb things that I do for sure. Uh, we won't hit on it this week, but we didn't get to mention Hank. Oh, geez. <laughs> if you want a topic for a bonus episode, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Hank next week <laughs> or a bonus. Yeah, that's a good bonus episode, man. Just hearing his name stresses you out, dude. Yep. I'm done. I'm going to bed. <laughs> You're going to be up. Maybe, You're going to have nightmares. <laughs> maybe if there's time when you come to visit, that's the episode we should record live. Heck yeah. Well, it's a bo- if it's a bonus, it's only like 20 minutes. Yeah. If we'll get so heated, it'll be an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, dude, it'd be so fun. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, when you said Hank, I was like, Hank, Action Hank, like that game we played a few years ago? No, worse. Much, much, much much worse. worse. And I didn't even, I saw him that first day, and then his head popping through that wall, like I told you. And then in the hot tub. Oh, yeah, we're not getting into this, because we need to go pray. For sure, dude. For sure. Okay. So anyways, that is kind of like part four, I think, of uh, false teachers. I apologize if we have uh, repeated something more than we already know we repeated. Um, And if you feel convicted, you're a false teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just been on my mind. And this is one that could always use, people can always use reminding of and... um, If you're new to the podcast or whatever, maybe you haven't heard the other ones. And I think they've all been pretty good talking about false teachers. So uh, it's certainly needed in this world right now. But um, 
Anyways, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, all the links should be in the description. It's Faithful Gamers Podcast most places. Uh, we posted on Instagram. I say we. I posted on Instagram for our last one. I think. I don't think I did anywhere else, but I did on Instagram. And now I've got pictures of YouTubers in my phone and it feels weird when i'm showing people pictures dude. of my daughter and then there's scott the waz's head poking yeah, out dude. I, I went on instagram i was like why is scott's head and i thought it was you that posted on our, our podcast i was like what the heck uh yeah we'll, we'll we'll see if i can figure something out for this episode but um anyways you want to round us out yep thank you guys for listening it's been a joy having another episode Appreciate those that are being consistent and listening and emailing. Uh, well, we got a spam email this week, but we do sometimes we get some. Yeah, yeah, we made it big now that we get spam emails. Uh, but we do appreciate those that have been consistent and been emailing us and keeping in contact with us. Uh, we like hearing from you guys. Give us some feedback. Let us know how uh, stupid we are. Let us know how good you think we did. Whatever. You know, we, we like hearing that feedback. Let me know how stupid I am. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Because um, it means literally nothing coming from Evan. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, but I, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Thank you for listening once again. And like always, we are and forever always will be none other than the Faithful Gamers. I'm Evan. And I'm Zach. We'll see you later. See you guys. See you guys.